Let's do this for real this time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's the mini Monday motivate. Oh, I don't, I don't feel it yet. I got. I can't do it unless I feel it. Hold on. Yeah, okay, that's it, that's it. It's the mini Monday motivation. You already know who it is. God, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm lightheaded. Alright. Let me get it together. What is this? Oh, okay. This is the mini Monday motivation. It's your boy Knight. Back another week. I'm here to motivate you. I get so spent in the beginning of the episode. Like I probably shouldn't do that, but I gotta. I can't do it unless I feel it, or else it's corny, and I'm just saying words. Uh, so this is a very special episode in its own way because this 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 episode is gonna mark the beginning of the end for you and for me too, because I'm in this with you. This is not just. This is about me to be about you. Remember that, but. This is extremely special because this is going to be the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end of your doubtful, shameful thoughts, of course. We're going to put it into those. But more so, I mean, it's the beginning of the end in a lot of cases. Like, it's the beginning of the end of the year. It's the beginning of the last month of the year. And you are going to kill this month. I really mean that. You know, people talk about ending the year on a good note. You know, end the year strong. But what if you haven't achieved anything that you set out to do in the beginning of the year? We all have our New Year's resolutions. What if by the end of the year, it's December 1st, and you realize you have not achieved one of the things that you put on your New Year's resolution? How do you go about feeling motivated enough to feel like you're gonna you're, I'm really gonna crush this last month you didn't crush in any other months why why do you feel like this is it and I'll tell you why because you're gonna set an intention on the evil ego hour on the main feed we just released a uh, new episode about intentions about what's good intentions bad intentions but more so setting your intentions for the future and really etching out and making that potential reality a little bit more clear with each plan plan everything plan how you're gonna feel when you get your thing whatever this app whatever this thing is how you're gonna go about getting it get yourself give give yourself a, a time scale what is your goal? You have to, what is it? What is your goal specifically? What is it? How is it? And even then you might come up short. But it's the idea. We talk about this all the time. But you have to think it. And you have to feel it. We think and we bring things into existence. That's our nature as humans. That's our, that's our shit. That's what we can do. And that's what you can do. 
But it's so much, it's so much life in the way all the time. I know. But when you decide you're serious, the universe throws a monkey wrench in your plans all the time. It'll, it'll test you. But after a while, it'll step back like, oh, he's serious. She's serious. She's not playing. And even though it's quote unquote, the last month of the year, whatever that means, because you know, we're just making up shit, humans. We're just making up words. This is the last month of the year. This is um, Schleptember Fliff. I don't know. (laughs) We're just making up shit. These are just words we made up, but it doesn't mean that it can't be a marker and you can't use it. Cause I do this all the time. At the end of the year, I always have this feeling like, all right, here we go. But the reason why I'm even, why I even feel confident enough to say this to you is because I feel it. I feel it. I don't feel like I, I achieved everything that I wanted to do this year, but I feel it for this last month, boy. I don't know why I feel it. And I gotta, I gotta get you to get where I'm at. So, this is the mini Monday motivation for this week. As always, I will be sharing one life story, and um, oftentimes embarrassing. And by the end, I will hopefully be able to extract one point that you could take with you for this week and use as motivation. Uh, today's topic. We are going to discuss, and it's kind of in the vein of what I just talked about. We're going to discuss missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Oh, man. You probably feel like you've had a lot of those. I know I feel like I've had a lot of times where it's like, damn. Damn, I just missed out on on something potentially huge. And you don't really know how huge it's going to be because you missed it. So your imagination kind of runs wild with how with how with how beneficial it would have been. Like, oh, my God, bro, if I wouldn't have saw it, I would I would be famous right now, bro. I would have like 39 bitches. It's okay. And we talk about luck. You know, a co-host Cody Manawi said this at one point, but, you know, but it's like a famous quote. Luck is just preparedness and opportunity linking up. There's no real luck. You have to be prepared. You have to be the right person for that situation. And then in this weird moment, opportunity lines up with your preparedness and boom, like you get quote unquote lucky. So if it's a missed opportunity, then there was a lack of preparation. So the focus just has to be on the preparation, right? This goes back with intent. This goes, this goes with everything that we've discussed up to this point, making a plan, making it a little bit clearer. You can't grab something you can't see. 
So miss opportunities, right? I've had a few miss opportunities in my life and I feel like the whole goal of my life is to make sure that by the end of it, it doesn't look like one big miss opportunity. An accumulation of missed opportunities can be seen as a failed life. So I have to work on my preparation and make sure I can put myself in the best position. That's partly what this is. This is to motivate me to do that and motivate you to do that. But one missed opportunity that I that sticks with me for some strange reason was is very light too it was nothing that involved anything serious it happened in middle school and if you're detecting a theme here a lot of the root of my embarrassment and shame comes from when i was in middle school and i don't know why that is i guess because elementary school is like too early for any any type of real self-doubt or self-analysis when you're in elementary school you're like still trying to learn how to cuss you know you're like oh son of a mother damn <laughs> shit ass shit ass man you know you're still trying to <laughs> you're still trying to learn how to be a person by middle school you kind of got a little bit figured out and then it's a whole it's a whole nother thing so Middle school, I was struggling with my, with, with appearance, I guess, or my viewpoint of myself, trying to get that straightened out, trying to figure out who I was. And in the meantime, you know, for a boy, during that time, you know, those puberty-ish times, you're looking for girls, of course, you're looking around, you're looking around for girls, and I had crushes. I had a lot of crushes. I had a lot. I had crushes on. I had crushes on crushes. And if you looked at my crushes at the time in middle school, you could tell a lot about what I th- I thought about myself. You feel me? Like it, it, no no offense to those girls, but I mean I had a crush on a girl who had like a snagger tooth. Like I had uh, I had a crush on a girl who was like severely bow legged. I don't know why. I must have thought, like, this is what I can get. So I'm going to go for that. Like, I'm not, I don't think that I thought that at that time, which is kind of real predator thinking now that I think of it. That's messed up. But yeah, these are the girls that I was looking for. So I had very weird outlandish crushes you know girls who had body issues like yeah give me those i want that girl with that <laughs> like oh no you got self-esteem oh no i'm good on that i'm good <laughs> so uh but i did have a crush i had a crush on this girl like throughout middle school and i won't say her name because she might listen to this but she was a light-skinned girl a lot of my friends would always kind of tease me like yo you should talk to her you should talk to her knowing that I wasn't going to talk to her knowing that I didn't think that much of myself at the time and I I mean I just I just had the biggest crush on this girl she didn't have any deformities (laughs) she didn't have like an extra ear or anything she didn't have body dysmorphia this one was regular she was a regular girl and 
I, I was crushing hard. So one year we had a dance. I don't know if this was sixth grade or seventh grade year. Uh, we had a dance. And if there's any parents listening, these middle school dances are, are, are chaos. If you have a child in middle school and you're listening to this, I don't know how it is now, but in my day, these dances were just chaotic, archaic displays of puberty. I don't know. We were just trying to rub our middle school bodies on each other and do nasty shit. Like that was the whole point of the dance. You didn't go to the dance to like listen to music and like vibe out with your friends and talk like no you wanted to do gross shit and a lot of times you know you would have the you would uh you would have the teachers standing there kind of you know to block off any sexual activities but the teachers nine times out of ten didn't want to be there anyway it's like i just saw y'all motherfuckers now i gotta block y'all from twerking on each other like so they would be in the cut and at my school they literally had to push in the bleachers because some students were caught giving and receiving fellatio so this just lets you know what type of place you're sending your child when you send them to the dance but uh i went to the dance finally because i didn't really go most years because i didn't have a ride so i finally were was able to attend the valentine's day dance too so you know it was it was it was you already know what was going down so <laughs> Uh, so most of the dance, I'm kind of standing in the background on my creep shit, right? Cause, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know how to get a dance. Like a lot of guys now and during that era, I guess that's when you practice. I guess that's when you practice like your move of how you're going to get a girl to dance with you. And a lot of guys, their move was kind of just appear behind a girl. In, in hopes that they would turn around and like what they saw and just continue to do what they were doing. And he's like, oh shit, oh, oh, she's twerking on me. My middle school body can't take it, right? So this entire dance, I had gotten uh, zero dances. I was barely dancing, so why was I there? I, I spent more time at the refreshment table. Uh, talked to my friends throughout the time, but a lot of it was just spent envious of the other guys and that were dancing with girls and so i'm kind of in the mix but not really and i I think uh, one song came on i think it might have been like knuck if you buck it wasn't even (laughs) it wasn't even a romantic song it was like a hype song but i was standing there and i remember the moment so vividly because we're talking about miss opportunities The girl uh, that I had been crushing on up to this point, she turns around and she sees me behind her. And it is funny because the way she looked at me, it the the look she gave me was that look that you give like it's 12 o'clock at night at Dunkin Donuts. And there's that one donut that you want, but it's like crusty as shit. It's the last donut. And you're like all right let me let me get that like that's that's the look she gave me when she turned around it was like uh okay and and then so like everything kind of got quiet for a second and she was like you want to dance she said it to me and in that moment i i i I, what 
I had a meltdown. I was like, I, I didn't say anything. And the first thing that I thought to say was no. <laughs> I said no. And my, maybe I thought, maybe I was thinking no, as in like, no, I'm not ready for this or no. I don't know why I said no. I just said no. And she said, okay. Turn back around. She almost seemed kind of offended. Like, wait, you don't want to dance with me? But it was nuts. And after that moment, I was riding home in the car and I was like, what the fuck happened in that moment? You could say I wasn't prepared. And you can also say I was young and you can also say I probably shouldn't have been there. (laughs) You can say a lot of things, but it doesn't help. After that moment, when you miss that opportunity, nothing really helps. So how do you cope with a missed opportunity besides just being prepared? Like, I'll get them the next time. Like, what if, what if there's no next time? What if, like we discussed, it's, it's the end of the year. What if you feel like there's no... Well, first of all, you can't let your emotions and your imagination run wild. We, I said that earlier, but... That's really important. The same energy that you're taking, thinking about the opportunity that you missed, you can be using it and redirecting it into being prepared for the next time. If you missed it, you weren't ready. And it's okay to not be ready. Because you could be, you know, down in the dumps about a missed opportunity. And little did you know, an opportunity pop right up but you can't see it because your eyes are full of tears and I really want to stress like it's okay to not be ready like you missed it it's okay it is okay because that next one the one that you're prepared for that's gonna be crazy bruh that's gonna be Cause this is the end. This is the beginning of the end of you feeling sorry for yourself for missing that opportunity. This is the beginning of the end of you feeling bad that you didn't do anything with the year. You got a, you got another month. You got one more month. How we gonna act? You're about to kill it. You're about to kill this shit. I already, I feel it. And if I feel it, you may not feel it, but it's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I feel it for you. How about that? Yeah. So in conclusion, to conclude this mini Monday motivation, thank you for being here with me again to share in this embarrassment and learn and hopefully grow and hopefully, hopefully move and act. Uh, In conclusion, uh, I didn't get that dance and I didn't get any other dances for the rest of the night. And... I didn't really get any dances for the rest of the year or the years following. So (laughs) I promise this is a success story. And the point of the story wasn't even about the dance, because like I said, uh, you know, we probably shouldn't have been doing half of the stuff that we were doing at that time. And me getting a dance from the girl is the least of the missed opportunities that I felt like I've had in my life. But the main point is... 
always the point of these mini Monday motivations is you got to do it for yourself. And if you're going to do it for yourself, be ready. Don't cheat yourself. And the more ready you feel, the more motivated you'll feel. The more it's not even a question after that. Once you know, once you've planned it out and scoped it out, it's not even a question. It's like, oh, we about to do this. So shout out to her. For at least throwing me a bone. I know you weren't interested in me, but you threw me that. You tried to give me that opportunity, but I wasn't prepared. And it was out of fear. And I will not let fear control my my life anymore. Even on impulse. Now I just say yes to anything. I don't even know if I can do shit half the time. I'm just saying yes. Let's go. I'll throw myself in a situation and see if I can figure it out later on. Like, that's just how I'm rocking from now on. Because I fucking believe in myself. And I believe in you. Or else I wouldn't be even doing these if I, if I didn't think so. This is the Mini Monday Motivation. It's your host, Knight. Another week. You know, another month, another year. Who cares? Who cares? Because you're ready. You're ready. So get your ass up. You don't need motivation. Let's go. Let's go. We out.